This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey, friendships. Welcome to What Day Is It, a.k.a. your digital version of Happy Hour. I'm Bailey. And I'm Jackie. And we're here to bring you that perfect balance of juicy pop culture gossip mixed with valuable AF conversations to level up your life. Think of us as your digital BFFs, bringing you 100% realness. Yeah, none of that BS. So get ready to laugh, learn, relate, and celebrate not having it all together. P.S. It's not drinking alone if you're listening to What Day Is It. Since there's no verdict, it's it's really discouraging for women to watch this trial unfold because like Bailey and I have both said on the podcast, we both believe that each of them are at fault. We don't think that Amber's innocent. We don't think that Johnny's innocent. We think both of them did things. But in Amber's defense, it's making her look like she doesn't have any basis, which makes me really sad. And I did see that according to some sort of organization who has titles, I don't really know the name, but that they've predicted that there'll be way less cases that come forward because of this case and because of the way Amber's being treated. And that makes me really sad. Friendships, we're back. We are professional dancers now, and we just need you to know that we're switching career paths. This is our final podcast episode. Jackie and I are pursuing our natural born talent of TikTok dancing. Yeah, honestly, I have to say, I think I'm better at dancing than you. Um, <laughs> I, it's not nice to lie to the friendships. <laughs> Just. I am a lyrical genius on beat. I can do a count so good. I am amazing. Friendships, please go to my TikTok and go watch this video. I like the because... subtle TikTok plug. Well, it's not. Put it on yours. Go to either of our TikToks. Absolutely not. I will not be embarrassing myself that way and putting so that then on my TikTok. My TikTok gets the plug because that's where it is. So we did a quick ticky-tocky dance after we went out this past Sunday. You heard, no, Monday. You guys heard it right. Bailey and I did hang out. Yeah, we're real friends now. We hang out IRL. We made an effort to start hanging out in person and we followed through. Even though I saw a TikTok that Bailey made previous to our ticky-tocky where she was wearing <laughs> the outfit that she showed up in to dinner in. And in the TikTok, it said when I made plans and I, I what did it say? <laughs> it's the audio the sound that goes crazy you crazy girl and i wrote when you remember that you made plans and you have to go out and leave your house you know what and bailey i showed up to dinner and she said she had a lot of anxiety and i could just i feel like i could tell you wanted to cancel but you didn't want to no i wanted to hang out like i definitely did i just have a lot going on I, I don't think the anxiety had anything to do with hanging out. And I also do this really dark thing. I just did this when we went to dinner and you laughed at me. But I, when things are going really well, I get anxiety because I feel like something bad's going to happen. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I hope you work on that in therapy because it's not normal, Bailey. I know. I'm I trying. don't like that for you. I don't love it for me either. I, d- I didn't feel like at all, like, I did not feel like you didn't want to hang out. I just felt like you had said you had a lot of anxiety. So, like, in a in an ideal world, when you have a day full of anxiety, it's a long weekend, you're playing catch-up, you're, it's a Monday night, you have had anxiety all day, you made plans, you don't really want to go. <laughs> but we did yeah, it. Yeah, but I honestly, I do like, it's kind of like a workout kind of situation where when you 
the showing up is the hardest sometimes because then when you get there, it's actually really good for your anxiety. I had a margarita or two and we had good Three. chats and it, <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> it takes you out of that mental state, right? Like otherwise I would have probably just sat at home and still had anxiety. So I think it depends mm-hmm. on the situation. Obviously like we're best friends. So it was comfortable and like a safe space to go. But if it had been mm-hmm. like an event or something, fuck that shit. All right. We have a lot to dive into today. Jackie was trying to keep us on a tight schedule, so we should probably just get right to it. Let's talk about the topic that everyone and the rock in their backyard has been talking about lately, which is the Kravis wedding. This is your new saying, isn't it? Everyone and the rock in their backyard. I've heard you say it like three times. (laughs) I don't know. I literally just said that for the first time the other day, and that was the last thing that I said so it like popped into my head i don't know (laughs) yes the kravis wedding first question i have for you about the kravis wedding is Mm -hmm. if you were to put a theme on the wedding and the looks max capped out at two words what would what would you say it is gothic chic interesting what would you say catholic whore (laughs) yours is better (laughs) yours is way better i asked my friends in the group chat two days ago is the theme catholic whore because if it is it's spot on yeah no that it gave me like i'm kind of obsessed with it i really love it there's some fits i don't love but the overall like vibe of it i am obsessed with I did not like at all Courtney's look with the blue veil trim thing and that like little black dress like that to me just wasn't it. The veil could have worked with like I think a different outfit, but I just really didn't like that one. Um, But yeah, Catholic horror seems a little like you hit the nail on the head there. I know. And I you know what? I love it as well. Like, some are very... Like, let's dissect the looks. Let's start with the queen herself, the bride, Kourtney Kardashian's wedding dress, which she went the short route, which I'm sticking true to my theory that I've shared on the podcast recently, that she's going for short dresses because she's so short that long long dresses make her look shorter than she is. And she is defending my theory by wearing a short, almost mini dress to get married in with the most stunning veil. I do love it. I don't think as a wedding dress, it's something I would choose. I don't um, love the placement of the really, veil. It just seems like it's I love really it on her body. No, but like just where it is it. at the top, it looks like. But that's very Catholic-esque. Like the okay, way. Sorry, I'm the picture not a Catholic whore. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not either. But the picture of them from behind at the altar, at the red altar. Yeah. I think it would look weird if it was lower. Right. But this veil we're looking at is a short veil. Oh, that one. I mean, I think it looks... St- I loved her look. I, I don't think for a wedding I love it, um, but I, I genuinely love the dress and I think it's stunning and I think it looks great on her body and I love all the detailing with the veil. She looks amazing. With the two-piece hair out and the sleeves. I think it's beautiful all together. Mm-hmm. You obviously... You're, you're, you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Who's next? Kim? Kimberly? I love Kim's look. I'm obsessed with Kim's look. I'm obsessed. The like the full lace like sleeve glove situation, the necklace, the blonde hair. Like I, she looks 
like a Catholic whore done right. She the with the platinum hair, I feel like it really pulled the look all together. I don't think with another hairstyle would have no, loved I agree. it as much, but I agree. But it's very gothic. I think Kim's is more the gothic chic definition that I was vibing with. Like hers to me is gothic chic. Yeah. I love the necklace. It's a statement piece, the choker. Yeah, just honestly, that's all I can really say. Like, I just love her look. Um, North's not... What do we think about um, this whole wedding being, like, sponsored by Dolce & Gabbana? Gabbana? Why did I say Gabbana? Gabbana. <laughs> Gabbana. Um, I think... I love it. I love that they're pulling from the archives and letting them show off these looks. And I love a lot of the looks, so I'm but not But do you think it. that Dolce, like, pitched them and, like, paid for this or what do you like or do you just think they all collectively were like this is the vibe this is the trend like the theme for the wedding let's all just wear dolce i think that it was a collaboration and then i don't think they paid for it but i think it was like they get all the looks and like maybe i don't i'm not i wouldn't be surprised if they got paid I'm not sure if, yeah, so I'm pretty sure they designed her dress. And so, like, that was probably free. I don't know. That seems very strange. From In my opinion, it seems very strange to have, like, your love day be sponsored and paid for. Gives me the ick. Especially when you have so much money that you don't need that. That there's, like, deliverables behind your wedding dress and there's deliverables behind all the i don't think it was in that way i think that like the amount of press that they knew the wedding would get was the deliverables Hmm. i don't know but the like the style of the photos on dolce and gabbana's page is so like vintage meets like vampire-esque i love the red altar it's not something i would ever do but i really feel like it matches it's a little too like gaudy for me it's a very traditional kind of vibe i feel like for a catholic or whatever but um it, it reminds me of vampire diaries in a way like in the best way yeah it makes me laugh though because you zoom in and the guy who officiated their wedding just i feel like doesn't fit the aesthetic yeah true i wonder who he is and how they chose him i feel like he looks like a friend and I'm like, wait, I pictured like a very old Italian yeah. man who had like a raspy voice was going to officiate you guys. But instead, it's this like young, good looking like the Pope Italian guy, hippie wearing glasses, like not hippie, sorry, um, hipster style kind of glasses with like a fitted thin tie suit. <laughs> yeah. Um, OK, we got to keep moving this longer. We're going to be just talking about this wedding for the whole episode. Kendall and Kylie thoughts. I loved Kendall's dress more than Kylie's. Agreed. I think it looked better on her. Kendall's outfits lately for me have just been fire. She's like kind of stepped outside of, I feel, her old style in a way. Like she's doing a little bit more risque or not risque, um, just different things. Like she was playing it a little safe before, I feel like. I don't know if she got a new stylist or something, but she obviously this is still on theme with the wedding because it's Dolce and Cabana, but um i i really like it on her it fits her body perfectly you think that i don't think she's stepping out of her her normal style i do i'll show you i'll send some photos that you can post compared to her other ones i can't it'll take me too long to pull them up right now but there's definitely like her outfits lately like um oh i can't remember where she wore it to 
I think it was like the after party for the um the Met Gala. Loved that look. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like um I I don't I mean, yeah, I'll see what the photos that you send. I feel like even the dress she wore to the wedding is very like playing it safe. Like it's still it's a stunning and flattering. This isn't a prime example of that, I will say. I think she just looks really good there. I loved also the outfit she wore on the boat day that they went on. Like, I think that it's just not her normal style. Like, I think that there's something that shifted. I don't know what it is, if it's a new stylist or if just something in her has changed. But I don't like Kylie's dress on her, to be honest. Didn't love it either. It wasn't my favorite. I feel like for Kylie's past outfits, like, it was pretty lame. Chloe though I love you hate (laughs) wait which one the wedding one the wedding one with the crown yeah I love it no I hate it I mean I think it I think she looks so good I don't think it's as flattering as I would have hoped I don't know I don't love it I don't know. It's something about the belt, I think, and the headpiece together. I think the dress on its own is beautiful, but I don't like the belt with the cross hanging down near the crotch and then the sun crown. It's not giving for me. But however, I do like her, one of her second looks from the Dolce archives, which was the cheetah dress. It was so flattering. Oh, she looks so good in that. Yeah. Like that honestly is one of my favorite looks from the trip. Did you see Kendall's ugly ass skirt see-through dress? with the weird tube top and the weird red cross it is so unflattering with the shoes i don't know what she was thinking i don't know what vibe it's giving me i feel like bailey you might be able to put your finger on it because i can't think of it exactly i just dm'd it to you but it's very like it reminds me of like gauchos from the 2000s No, I don't I'm I don't hate it as much as you do to be totally honest like I think it I don't think it's as bad I think that it would have been cuter if the skirt was maybe shorter um or like shooketh that you're not appalled by this fit no um I don't love the necklace I think that's where it's losing it for me but it just gives me like vampire diary vibes doesn't it look like she's wearing ballet flats? Like, it doesn't look like she's wearing a mule, even though you can kind of tell she is. It looks like she's wearing a ballet flat. Yeah, it does look like she's wearing flats. Also, Kylie wore flats on the trip. Like, I don't know if flats are coming back. I'm not behind that, but... I think it was just because of the stairs. Maybe, but I don't think Kim's outfit really vibes with the theme here. No, it absolutely does not. I was like, wait, Kim. It's just like classic Kim fit, like yeah I, I don't know what she was i know thinking. chloe's look is like one of my absolute favorites from the entire trip it's so so fire with those earrings and just like she did the and like the bra peeping out and like it just it fits her so well it's so good i do like kylie's look a lot but again i don't think it really fits with like the italy theme no i agree um obviously friendships will post these on the stories and you guys will be able to comment who you think is best dressed and what your favorite worst favorite what (laughs) what your worst outfit is and what your favorite outfit is so keep an eye on stories for that today okay but one last kardashian wedding thing which kind of will segue actually into the next topic i want to talk about is where was pete 
I just think that he was he's not like far enough into the family yet to be invited. That's that's what that's the vibe I got. Hmm. I don't know about that, but okay. I What's your theory? Well, we've talked it's not my theory. This is from Juicy Scoop podcast. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or just me and you, but Heather McDonald, love her podcast. Um she said her theory is that if this is a PR stunt, they will break up before summer because that's when like kids are out of school. She'll have to spend a lot more time with her family. And that would be like the perfect time for them to kind of like go ways. And I sent Jackie a blind item from Dumois, which said that, um, which is the next topic. Wait, I wait. Talk- Pause because I didn't know what a blind item was. Dumois is like a gossip site if you guys don't know, but I didn't know what a blind item was. Until blind item yeah is like when you it's like an anonymous tip essentially is like the best way i could describe it so like or um they don't say who it is but it's kind of just like insider tea that could be reliable or not you don't really know but dumois is pretty good at like sharing i feel quite or she's or he i don't even know or they is transparent in like when things are kind of confirmed or if the source is reliable or if it's just could really just be up in there. But, um, they posted that a rapper with a three word, three names. I don't know how you word that. Uh, and his A-list celebrity fiance, were going to be splitting up soon, which Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Um, and then it said, they're going to be one of three big celebrity similar couples to break up. So I said to Jackie, I'm like, who do we think the other two are? And I think Kim and P might be one of them. Yeah. And I said like the top three right now in the buzz of pop cultures, Kravis, MGK and Megan Fox, and then Kim and Pete. I don't think it's going to be Kravis. Obviously they just got married, but there's got to be another couple. Is it going to be like Rihanna and no, they, no, I don't. I really don't think so because the the, the whole bl- blind tip was saying that it was the same sort of vibe of couple and ASAP and Rihanna don't fit into that category. It was saying that it no, was like uh, maybe an A-list. It like three. Oh, but no, because Kim's not an actress. I don't think it meant that. I don't think it meant rapper and actress. I think it just meant. It didn't like, say actress. Yeah, it did. It it was saying it implied that it was like three like them and their skinny like white rock star boyfriends i swear it said something like that find it they kissed and made up a couple of months ago but now the fighting is almost daily because of the substance abuse issues of this three named rapper the a-list actress is over it at this point they are about to be the first of the three similar couples to split similar couples as in like there was such a trend remember when we first started reporting on this that like the really pretty like sought after a-list girl and then yes but then who else is gonna be who's the well kim and pete would be your first well yeah but then who else i don't know but i don't think kim and pete are gonna break up because when she was away i understand what you're saying because he wasn't at the wedding like it, it was kind of like a maybe like a lead of like them potentially breaking up and but she posted on her story a collage of pete while she was away that was like her phone background and then right when she either got back or like when she was still there she posted a picture of her nails and on her ring finger i believe on her right hand so not her left hand there was a p bedazzled onto her nails i mean i love them together i hope they don't but who knows just reporting 
the gossip. But on that note, let's talk about MGK and Megan Fox because there's been so many clips circulating around. Of she looks miserable. It seems, it seems that Megan Fox has gotten the ick. Um, this is all allegedly and just from clips I've seen on TikTok, but it's very like she looks over it. She, he makes a joke. She's like disgusted. There's like clips where she's pulling away of like not wanting to kiss him like her body language has just changed like i wonder what obviously i'm sure something's happened but like you can just tell because they were so intense and like you can see their chemistry but now it's you can see that kind of disconnect but she did come to defense of herself and commented on the haters bringing this up and i did read somewhere that she said that it's a lot being in the camera's eye all the time and that as a introvert she's just feeling overwhelmed lately and that's not really what it is but it just appears that way but she's honestly just feeling very exhausted by being in everyone's face all the time which fair enough yeah totally I mean I've definitely I'm someone who like wears my emotions and feelings on my face so if I was having like an off day or a day where I didn't want to be on a red carpet like for sure I would look pissed off and people could say stuff but who knows so I don't know again just it's all allegedly we're just sharing if I was a celebrity I everyone would think every partner I had I hate because I have the <laughs> biggest resting bitch face and I look miserable oh, all same. the time <laughs> same Okay, cool. Next topic. I really want to talk about this and I want to hear your thoughts before I give you mine. Christine was on Call Her Daddy, Christine from Selling Sunset. As you guys heard a couple episodes ago, we did talk about her. I'll link that episode on stories if you missed it. And we do a deep dive into our feelings on her. Now she's been on Call Her Daddy and I want to hear your thoughts, Bailey. I mean... I did like getting to hear a little bit more of her speak. I wish she had done it on the reunion. She did address why she wasn't there for that, which also I would like to say, I guess she was shooting a commercial with Melissa Gorga because that was her excuse. It was for a commercial that she had to be on set. So I wonder what that's for. But I don't know. She just to me, I do love that she owns her love of being a character and being on TV and like saying shit for shock factor but I don't love that we like can't get to know the real her because I feel like there is a story or something there that she she doesn't get vulnerable and I just when people don't even I get that that's scary and you're not gonna do it all the time but like when there's not even a fragment of it I feel so hard for me personally to connect with someone so I just feel like she was giving me Julia Fox vibes wasn't really into it at all and I don't know I do believe though some of the things that she like said behind production and how toxic of a culture that is and that was really interesting to hear her touch on but just her energy is not for me so I'm gonna eat my words here and we have very different opinions on this Bailey I have like a new found respect for her and I definitely view her a lot differently now and I regret some of the things I said and I actually fully feel opposite of you. I felt like she was very vulnerable and we got to see a different side of her and she got to talk about the way she grew up and how she came to where she is now and she was very honest about how she kind of started getting money which was a sugar baby sugar daddy relationship. I just feel like the show portrayed her to be this villain. She came with proof 
she risks getting sued and she openly talks about like okay well i'll share this but i'm probably gonna get sued after this and like you know what lawyers come for me whatever you can't afford me which i think is all part of her portrayal of like this she has like two different people like and for this is a you know i know we haven't aired this episode yet but we have an upcoming guest serena kerrigan and i feel like it's very similar in the fact that like she has this like persona she puts on and then like there's the real christine and i feel like she shared that and opened up about that on call her daddy and also shared hard proof of the show purposely making her look a certain way so i feel like i don't love her now i wouldn't want to be friends with her i wouldn't trust her ever but i do see like something a different side to her and there's less of like a she's dead to me i wouldn't mind seeing her on the real housewives now i mean maybe you've just come up to my level because i was there like she was never dead to me and i was happy to see her on housewives so maybe you've just come up to where i'm at so we're on the same wavelength now i did love her conversation about sugar babies and sugar daddies i do think that normalizing or kind of taking away stigmas around things like that is great so i do think that that conversation was interesting i just i personally i don't feel like they're I feel like everything she does is very curated. Like, I just think it's been rehearsed or like thought out very strategically. Um, And I don't personally connect with those kinds of things. So that's just where I feel the disconnect with her. But I agree. It was nice to see a different side of her. I just still think that there's something that she could open up more about or like be more I don't know. I feel like there's no softness or like empathy. And I think I'm just going to shut up because I'm saying the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm eating my words. Like everything I said about her a couple episodes ago, I don't really feel like is 100% true anymore. Um, but yeah, you guys will just have to listen to the episode for yourself and make form your own opinions if you care. Okay, next up, let's talk about Beverly Hills because... There's now been two episodes. Um, I want to talk about Erica and Sutton's little, I don't even know what you want to call it at the table because it was just such high school shit. I was like, how do either of you feel good about this right now? Yeah, you guys, we didn't get to um, talk about you guys, we didn't get to talk about the ep- the first episode when it aired because we had just gotten back from New York and we had to air our guest episode. But Bailey and I fought hard to watch that first oh, yeah. episode <laughs> on the plane home. We tried downloading it from multiple sites and then we ended up sharing it on Bailey's phone with one AirPod in each air- ear. I was to a be true friend. It. I did not watch it on the first flight because Jackie didn't have it downloaded. I was like, I will wait. She's like, no, it's fine. I was like, no, I will wait. And then we were having troubles with the second one. Thought we weren't even going to get to watch it but we we did we watched it on the phone sharing my airpods the the reality gods they were in our favor um yes so sutton and and erica have had some drama where they truly act like grade sixers and tell each other to shut the fuck up at the table and and then it's like no you shut the fuck up it's like haha blah 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 and it's just like the I don't even know. I I sit there and I was just baffled that that was how they were fighting. 
Me too. And I think the rest of the girls were as well. They were like, well, you guys, we can't talk to each other like this. Like, what are you yeah. doing? It's kind of embarrassing. I think Erica was fully trying to stir the pot and I don't like that. Um, I don't know if she's like trying to get a bigger paycheck for next season. I'm not really sure if she's trying to keep the limelight on her since the whole last season was about her. She wants to still make yeah. it about her. But it wasn't even about Sutton and Erica at the time. It was drama between Sutton and Lisa Rinna. And then Erica just wanted to like dive in there and throw a jab which i don't like like let them just handle their own stuff erica if you want to talk to Sutton one-on-one about getting an apology by all means but like if you're going to do it in a group setting when it's not even talking about you you can just tell erica is not even going to be responsive to the apology she's literally just trying to poke Sutton to get a reaction you can tell that's exactly that all that's happening so it's like what the fuck's the point like just it, go your separate ways and see then i have like a conflicting feeling about Sutton because so in that situation, I'm like, what the heck? I'm like Team Sutton. And then even though I'm always Team Erica, I'm like in that situation, I'm like Team Sutton. But then seeing the way Sutton reacted to Dorit's break-in, I'm I like, I cannot fathom having that mindset that she had in that moment. Like, I wouldn't care if my, like something happened to my business that was absolutely catastrophic, like if I had lost it. And say, heaven forbid, something happened to someone I loved, like what happened to Dorit. I just don't understand how that was even a thought in her head. No, I know. And I thought for sure in the first episode it was editing. I was like, they edited this bad. But then Kyle Richards fully confronts Sutton about it in the next episode because it didn't sit well with her. And I think she was honestly trying to be a good friend and give Sutton the lead to be like, fix this because you're about to look like trash on TV. I know they're going to air this. And so she said, Sutton, like, I don't really like how you handled it. This is what I felt X, Y, and Z. And Sutton like backed up what she was saying and fully made it about she her. She doubled down. Yeah. Like Kyle was like, you're doubling down, which is really scaring me. And she still defended it. And I am really uncomfortable with it. I don't like it at all. I feel like, uh, could you imagine? I mean, I did watch Watch What Happens Live when Dari responds to it after she watched it. And how heartbreaking and crushing that must be for her and her family. I couldn't imagine. I've, I always have loved Dari, But like, I just, I think everybody now has just like this different kind of love for her. Like she... It was so emotional watching. Like, we were both crying on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. It was really sweet. I cried. I didn't cry up until PK was crying looking at her. And then that's when I cried. And then at the very, very end of the first episode, when she's just sitting outside by the cell phone or bench, trying to, like, self-soothe, telling herself she's okay. Like, that got me. Yeah. So sad. But she <sighs> seems to be doing really good. She has a really yeah. positive outlook on it, which I have so much respect for. And... Like I said, on Watch What Happens Live, she was like, I don't care about this stuff. Like, just glad my kids aren't affected. Glad I'm okay. And I loved, yeah. too, learning about, um, like, her upbringing with her dad and how he was, I can't remember the exact title, but he was, like, in special forces and, like, very high-stress situations. So he, like, taught her a lot of stuff. And she said that kind of, like, came into play. So it's just very interesting. I do want to like, say one thing. And it might be really insensitive, so please just tell me to shut up if it is. I did find it weird that that night after the robbery, PK wasn't home. She went over to her friend's house and left her kids with security slash assistant. 
Yeah, but I think I get what you're saying. I feel like a lot of people probably don't understand that. And I mean, luckily, we've never been in that situation. But I think because her kids didn't realize what happened, she didn't she needed space to like break down and like talk about it. You're right. So and she couldn't do that in front of the kids because they wouldn't understand what's going on. Right. So I think for her, it was like, I need to protect my kids. They can't see me like this. I need to go into a safe space. And I think at that point, she obviously knew there was like so much security. Like, I don't think she would have left the kids if she didn't feel that they were in a safe space too. I don't think so either. And I obviously don't have kids. I'm obviously, I've never been in that position, so I can't really judge. It just did. I just had a couple question marks in my head being like, we, I, I feel like in that situation, I might want to like, I think it was a, like a put your own oxygen mask on for a situation before you can like help other people. Cause I just, she must've been so mentally like, I think you can see clearly she was in shock. So yeah. Yeah. All the love to Dorit. Not that you're listening. Wish you were, but (laughs) (laughs) okay. Uh, okay. There's another topic here. This new, this new housewife. What are your thoughts on her Jackie? Oh, I didn't know we were still on this. Okay um it's hard to say I feel like so far I like her and I love the dynamic difference of her relationship of her her place in life she's dating someone I believe who's 15 don't quote me on this 15 years younger than her or sorry married to has a kid with she has a mix of kids who are in their mid-20s and a like a couple year old baby and she thought she came from being dirt poor and now she's obviously super rich. I love it. I'm living for it. I've seen some previews that she may turn out to be the villain. But for now, um, I really like her. I didn't know about her before. So I can't really speak to any details. Maybe you know something already, but I don't. Did you not read the other blind item I sent you? You said you would. No. Don't do your homework, Jacqueline. I forgot. Bailey sent me a whole Reddit thread. Okay, sum it up for me. I can't even. So I'm not even going to say it. No, I'm not saying it on the podcast. All I'm going to say is that we're not going to link it because I don't want to be responsible for anything. I'm just going to say there's rumors about her that I'm very shocked Bravo would hire her with this kind of stuff potentially out there or if there's any truth behind it I don't know if they even like know about it or digging on it but just google her her name's Diana Jenkins and you can just google like scandal or like whatever and you'll find it on reddit somewhere but it is the most insane criminal thing that would have ever been on bravo it is the stuff that like netflix documentaries are made out of it's really fucked up um so yeah I'm just gonna say I don't know how to feel about her because obviously I don't know any of the facts. It's just there's multiple like stories about this and it just seems really weird that it would come out of nowhere. Interesting. I will be doing a deep dive after this podcast into it to learn all about it, but I'm shooketh. Um, so I might be eating my words again next pop culture episode and fully denounce any support but I totally agree like if I didn't know this the edit like her story the dynamic everything you just said I completely agree with like it's cool to see on tv it's different I like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't think anything else so it just was interesting because I can't remember where I heard about this first it probably was a podcast again but very I hope it's not true I'm just going to say that. 
Hmm. Okay. okay. Probably do one more. One more topic. Yeah. What do you want to do? Let's talk about... I don't know which one's sparking more, making my heart flutter more. What do you feel like? Is Johnny and the Amber case making your heart flutter more or Stassi's wedding and Jackson Brittany not being I think there? Johnny and Amber, to be honest. Okay. We can speak about this. I will be honest. I haven't been following the trial, watching the videos. I watched TikTok clips and I'm fully enjoying everyone's investment into it. This is like the thing. I don't really know what's going on with the trial. And to be honest, I don't even really want to talk about that because I don't feel I can speak factually to it. And I also feel like until a verdict's been made, I don't really want to form an opinion because I just am not educated enough on like all the ins and outs. But the TikTok world is really entertaining me right now. And I don't, I feel a little internally conflicted to be entertained by a trial. Um, But just watching Johnny Depp's lawyer go in on Amber Heard is some kind of satisfying to me. I don't know. She's a Camille. Yeah, she's a bad bitch. She is firm. She does not budge. She is really good at her job. And I would be scared to be sitting in that chair and being examined by her. Yeah. She's just so good. She, if you if you stray if amber strays from the question she's like nope that was not my question like answer the fucking question i would be terrified of her i do have like i don't really know what court etiquette is but i do have like a a little bit of an issue with like the giggling that happens on the sideline from johnny's team i feel like it's a little bit unprofessional and rude it feels like if amber messes up her statement or if one of amber's witnesses messes up their statement and then in turn helps their case there's like a snickering that happens between the whole team like they're like we got him like ha 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 i don't really like that i don't like the how much it's happening i think every now and then um i'm sure something like that would happen and i mean i don't know court etiquette either but yeah it does happen a lot i mean the one time the judge even kind of did it I can't remember what the comment was, but it like I, at that point, I'm like, if the judge is doing it, it's probably a little warranted. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm on the t- side of TikTok where I'm definitely being fed. Um, like TikTok clips. In, yeah, but in Johnny's defense, so making Amber look bad or like really dissecting where she messes up. And I do have to say, I did read something recently and I do want to just say on the podcast because I think it's very important to note that since there's no sentencing verdict there we go that's the word jackie since there's no verdict it's it's really said on the podcast we both believe that each of them are at fault we don't think that amber's innocent we don't think that johnny's innocent we think both of them did things but in amber's defense it's making her look like she doesn't have any basis which makes me really sad and i did see that according to some sort of organization who has titles, I don't really know the name, but that they've predicted that there'll be way less cases that come forward because of this case and because of the way Amber's being treated. And that makes me really sad. I I do agree. Like, that's why I don't really want to talk about the trial in depth either, because there's so many things that can be said that are damaging in ways we don't really realize. And that's never our intent, obviously. And I think that a lot of people with, the virality of things and celebrities and pop culture are very quick to like jump on and say something. And granted, I'm sure we've said stuff about things that 
could hurt someone. Um, but we try to always be really intentional. And I think that this is a prime example of that because it is such a bigger issue than just this court case between two celebrities. Yeah. Like it's, I think it's, I think it's good to show the world. Like I don't, I feel obviously awful for Johnny and Amber that they have to publicly share all this information, but I do think it's good for us to see and to have our eyes open to like abuse can be on both sides. There's one of those. For sure. It's just like all those memes you see. Like that's why I don't, I wouldn't make a meme out of this, like any of this, because I just don't think it's something that like, that's where I think it can be damaging. You know what I mean? To like make fun of it, but it's tough. It's, the world we live in and things are and and I also look at the memes and then I laugh and I'm like "Ah, I don't know am I a horrible person but (laughs) no yeah you're not tough tough um all right friendships we're gonna wrap it up there because this is already long so a little bit of homework you know the drill please go rate us five stars leave us a review you can find us on the podcast app spotify google play wherever you listen to your podcasts Friendships, make sure you hit that follow button. I believe, like Bailey just said, I don't really know. So I'm just going to repeat it casually. And did you say write a review as well? <laughs> I did already say it, yes. Okay, okay. So make sure you go to our, our website, whatdayisitpodcast.com and shop our merch. Use the code, all capitals, W-D-I-I to save 20%. That is a special code for the friendships who listen to the podcast weekly and... Follow our personals if you want. They are linked in our bio on What Day Is It podcast. And go watch our incredible dancing TikTok. Dancing TikTok. And we have a really funny video that we posted. I don't know what the title of the game is. It's on our Instagram though. And Bailey posted it last week. The got it game. Viral got it game. Yeah. It's it's, uh, an IGTV. It's a couple minutes long, but it makes me laugh. Yeah, me too. Okay, friendships. Thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. And we will see you next What Day Is It Wednesday. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.